Blog Talk Radio. Hey there, everyone. This is Stephanie Rule, your NHA podcast host, and I'd like to welcome you to our April 2020 NHA podcast. Our topic for this month is how a pandemic can inspire viral inner wealth. There's no time like the current time to be the inner wealth of our children and ourselves. Inner wealth gives us strength from the inside out. When we have strong inner wealth, we are better equipped to manage the crises going on around us, like our current pandemic of COVID-19. Today, I have a very special guest on the show who will help me dig deeper into inner wealth and how it can transform our lives our children's lives, and the lives of those around us. Just a few announcements before I introduce my guest. You can subscribe to our NHA podcast through iTunes or Blog Talk Radio. You can receive notifications about new episodes every month. You can find Children's Success Foundation on social media by searching CSF is Greatness. You can explore our website, childrensuccessfoundation.com, to find a trainer near you, and many other great resources. And you can visit our Facebook page, The Nurtured Heart Approach, for informative discussions around the application of NHA in your life. Certified trainers are on this page and provide great feedback and insight as you begin your journey with The Nurtured Heart Approach. As I already mentioned, I have a very special guest on the show with me today, a VIP actually. This guest has a history with our NHA podcast as he was the co-host for many years. And he has an understanding of the transformative power of inner wealth that goes above and beyond your basic understanding of inner wealth. As he is the, the founder of the Children's Success Foundation and the creator of the Nurtured Heart Approach. I am grateful and honored to share the airwaves and with and to introduce a very dear friend of mine, Howard Glasser. Howie likes to think of himself as a voice for children's greatness so that ultimately children can find their own voice of greatness. His training background is in family treatment, clinical studies, and educational leadership, and his body of work has been inspired from his work with some of the most intense and challenging children. He has been referred to as one of the more influential living persons working to reduce children's reliance on psychiatric medications, and his work has been featured on CNN, in Esquire magazine, as well as now inspiring a growing number of programs worldwide. Howie is the author of 15 books, including Transforming the Difficult Child, Notching Up the Nurtured Heart Approach, and Igniting Greatness, and is a sought-after keynote speaker at conferences in areas of treatment and education. The Nurtured Heart Approach has been successfully adopted by the state of New Jersey's Coordinated System of Care and is being examined as a model of care by other states, as well as being currently researched by both Rutgers University and the University of Arizona's Zuckerman School of Public Health, with findings soon to be published. He currently teaches certification trainings on his method, teaches at Andrew Wales' renowned program at the University of Arizona's School of Integrative Medicine, as well as in the new Transformational Wellness Program at U of A's School of Public Health. Well, Howie, here we are again. It has been about four years. Is that right? That's hard to believe. I think so, since our last 
So NHA coffee shop time here at the NHA podcast. <laughs> I'm I so love glad it. I love, I love how you've grown this uh, media of, um, of greatness. And I've listened to many of the podcasts and I am so taken by the innovation of those you've interviewed and the beauty of the interviews. Mm, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been it's been a journey um, that has been really exciting and fun to grow in. So I appreciate that feedback. Thank you. You're welcome. So I hey. start this with I start this in awe of your inner well. Ah, thank you. <laughs> so for old time's sake, Howie, do you want to give our listeners your latest version of what NHA is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that in four years, have I? That's hard to believe. Um, I know. It, it, I have no idea how to respond, but um, um, I never did. So it's just gonna, it's just gonna spout out. Um, uh, I would say that nurtured heart approach, in its latest iteration, is a way of uh, bringing out the greatness in both the um, uh, the child, the children we're working with, and in the person who discovers that they are capable and gifted of bringing um, the gift of greatness to that child, um, whereas they might have been struggling beforehand to uh, even sustain a relationship with that child or they watch it slipping away. Now they get to enjoy the beauty of how greatness contributes to a child's inner wealth. Um, I I love what you said. um, So they can feel their strength from the inside out. That was, that was perfect. Mm. Yeah. It's um, greatness is for all. And I, I like how um, your next it, your la- this recent iteration is talking about the greatness within ourselves. You know, it's the development of the nurtured heart approach over the years has really come so far in from it you know, stemming from the intense children that this is something for intense children, and and then morphing into well, it's not just for intense children; it's for all children, and then morphing into oh wait a minute, it's for adults too. And now mm-hmm. we are today, not just for adults, but for ourselves and looking inward. And You know, um, I, um, I watched that first round of um, change that you just talked about from just mm-hmm. difficult children, which I guarded <laughs> um, uh, for, for a long time. And then mm-hmm. I, was ever so cautious um, before I even gave um, public notification that I thought it was well applied to uh, other children. Mm -hmm. Um, I I watched carefully to see if that held up, as I had for years watching carefully if it held up for difficult kids. You know, I was I was I was hoping I could keep making the approach stronger so that it wouldn't have exceptions. Um, Mm. And in my practice, I kept getting um, the loving universe sent tougher 
and toughest versions of challenging and difficult. Um, so I kept I kept digging in, and I was so fascinated with with the realm of difficult children that this was all secondary. But now, as you know, um, we're we're watching um, people who are involved with nurtured hearts who we who are kind of in our um, in our in our um, um, bandwidth of connection with who have applied nurtured heart well beyond both those realms to to adults to relationships to working with elders with alzheimer's with drug addictions with um gangs with uh all kinds of innovative applications so so this is like gone way beyond anything i had it had um um i may have hoped for this but i didn't know how much better the reality was going to be than my vision mm. well thank you for you trusting your own inner wealth and so much that you trusted your digging deep um to be able to to really strengthen nurtured heart and let it grow to where where it's where it's grown to um it yeah wouldn't have happened if you hadn't done that so thank goodness yeah. for that and thank goodness for yeah you know thank you so much stephanie i i um i'm drinking in your words and and the sense of um the wisdom of openness and the empowerment of being open. And, and I think that's a great segue to what we had hoped would come out, which is, you know, we're in the middle of this COVID-19 pandemic. And um, uh, I, I feel like this thread of the nurtured heart approach, which is really an approach to bring out the best which, you know, another way of saying what I said earlier that I left out, maybe, uh, is is that human beings have life force. We have this intensity. Some kids have more than their fair share, and it spills over, and it makes life miserable for the people around them and for them. And, mm -hmm. and Nurture Heart is about taking that very same intensity and converting it into greatness instead of dumbing it down or pushing it aside or putting a lid over it or medicating it away. And, and um, it, it's, it's using that and making it purposeful so the child then could experience their greatness. And, and um, along the way, um, especially in our nurtured heart trainings at the highest level at our certification trainings, it what's been born out of that process and, and years of experimenting on myself is that we're in the same boat. <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not immune to having our own intensity. It may be, you know, cool and calm most of the time, like you're a cool and calm person to the outsider, but I'm <laughs> sure on the inside, haha, you get your waves of intensity <laughs> maybe on a daily basis, maybe on an hourly basis, and you might even get your tsunamis. And, mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that's true for everybody. And, and one thing we've discovered at this highest level of training 
is that we could take we could do the same for ourselves we could take this very beautiful energy that looks ugly at the time or scary or overwhelming and we could turn it into our own greatness we could uh, we could accrue and invest in our inner wealth and we could you know make make ourselves richer um, on the inside not just like a one-time wealth but a like a significant you know like like a Jeff Bezos <laughs> kind of trillionaire uh version mm-hmm. uh if we want to if we dig in and and uh you know and and maybe we could start discussing how that applies to uh this pandemic but i know for me um you know, uh, you know, kind of approaching the golden age of 70 soon. Um, uh, I've really had to, you know, I can't, I can't ignore the fact that I'm in that age group. And, you know, I had, I had to, you know, kind of get my immune system really in high gear because, um, uh, you know, I had to, uh, I had some other condition that I've successfully overcome um, kind of at the beginning of this epidemic. So, um, you know, I knew that I had to face all these big waves of, of, you know, how does this apply to me? How does it apply to my friends and the colleagues? How does it apply to my loved ones? Um, you know, and I, I didn't push it under the rug. I let myself get scared. I let myself get angry. I let myself get, um, uh, anxious, etc. I let myself feel the beauty of living in this moment, all the good, bad, and ugly. And I really feel that at least for the most part, I was able to be conscious and breathe this energy and put it to use. So um, that's my introduction. And I'd love to talk about that with you. <laughs> I loved every word you shared. I'm drinking it all in. One of the things that stands out to me about what you shared, because, you know, I'm thinking about our podcast community who'll be, who's going to be listening to this particular episode. And I'm thinking, gosh, how great is it for them to understand and hear you speak on what intensity really is, how it's our life force and how, you know, I mean, so many of us are raised to believe that intensity is the enemy and I love the concept that you introduced to us. You know, it's like, wait a minute, wait, wait, why is it an enemy? It's not bad. It's our life force. It's who we are as a person. And we just have to learn. We have to be taught as humans how to use that intensity in ways that will support us and help us to thrive and feel good about who we are on the inside. That intensity, that life force, that's our inner wealth right there. So the way I see it, is that we can choose as the parents of children or just for ourselves, we can choose to look at our own intensity or our kids' intensities, and we can choose to push them away, dislike them, wish they weren't there. But what good does that do us when we do that? It makes us feel crummy, right? On the inside, you end up not believing in yourself or you don't believe in your kids. Or we could choose the other option, which is to embrace that intensity and help tailor that intensity in wonderful ways. And then 
you're not just embracing the intensity, but you're also embracing that human being as a whole, right? I, I love every word you're saying. Um, uh, I, I, uh, I agree we live in a world where the inclination, um, uh, I think it's lessening, um, but, you know, for the longest time, it's, oh, you have this intense, you have this kid with a great deal of intensity, and it's coming out sideways, you know, let's medicate it away. But, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've come to know medication didn't work because, you know, after that wears off, or before the child takes it or, you know, at the end of the day, the problems haven't resolved. They're still there waiting. So it hasn't cured anything. And and I think you're right. The word is crummy. People wind up feeling crummy trying to squelch it and, Mm -hmm. you know, hope it goes away. And and the embracing it, um, I probably should say a few words about what that looks like so it doesn't sound like pie in the sky. So embracing it would just mean, okay, I I am, um, I'm taking another path with this child. You know, I'm still going to hold this child accountable, maybe more so better than ever. Um, But I am going to be deliberate in choosing not to give energy to the negativity. Um, When it happens, I'm just going to simply provide a wordless or a, a kind of a ener- unenergized uh, word limited version of a reset where I let it be known they have a consequence and I'm going to be waiting for the moments that I really wanted when the child isn't rolling their eyes or the child isn't yelling or talking back or whatever they were doing. I'm going to jump all over that and I am going to, I am going to prove them into the beingness of these qualities that we're referring to as greatness. I'm going to, I'm going to use my willpower and, and determination and um, unflappableness to um, take advantage of when the rules aren't being broken and when things are going right to say to that child, here you are being respectful. Let me give you the proof. Here's what you did when your sister moved in your direction and you avoided, um, you avoided conflict by um, being wise and thoughtful. Those are great qualities I see in you. That is respect. Um, you were responsible for um, getting through your homework even though it was tough, you kept at it, even though you needed some breaks, you got the job done. And even though it was hard for you to give elaborate explanations, you gave your version of the best answer. And I love your effort. That's a great quality I see in you. You know, we're going out on a limb to pointedly Make it be known that you are the bearer of these great qualities. And, and what we've been referring to from the beginning is that we could do that for ourselves. We can make it our mission. We could go out of the way, even in the midst of COVID-19 um, and, and our scaredness and our fear and our worries. We can actually take that 
and breathe that, you know, our hearts have handled everything. Here we are, you know, many of us on this podcast have had all kinds of turmoil in our life and challenges, and yet we've survived. Our hearts can handle anything. If we haven't proved it to ourselves yet, you know, just pay attention and you'll see we can. And so can we dare ourselves to, okay, I'm worried. Instead of squelching that, just like instead of squelching the child's intensity, like you were talking about, Instead mm-hmm. of squelching our own intensities, just let us be daring enough to go, yeah, I'm anxious for a second. Or, yes, I'm worried. You know, some of it's legitimate and some of it's old fears that are coming up. I'm going to breathe it all in. And um, and I am going to convert that energy into, and that's where I'm really purposeful in making qualities useful. So so let's say I'm feeling a little disempowered, you know, because we're we're in this world of unknown, and mm-hmm. I want to have some, some I want to build up my. It's like going to the gym. I want to build up my my sense of being empowered, my sense of being wise, in my sense of being conscious instead of just kind of wandering into the store and not taking precautions like I may have two years ago. I want to, um, I want to, uh, I want to be um, observant of when I put my hands near my eyes or my mouth and how I, you know, how I'm choosing to enter into these unknown situations. I am the greatness of empowerment breathing all my energies in and using it. And, you know, like 90% of the population is, is squelching their, you know, or overwhelmed by their worries, fears, and miseries. You know, I could even, it's an untapped treasure and, and there's no uh, copyright or trademark on it or, or property rights. I'm going to take, I'm going to borrow theirs too. You know, if I get daring, I could just breathe in the world's worries right now. Watch me. Uh, and I promise you, I'll still be here in five minutes. And I'm going to turn that into even more empowerment and wisdom and kindness. I want to be kinder than ever. I want to be more thoughtful than ever. And um, so I am. I'm going to embrace that just the way we're going to accuse kids of these qualities and them to build their inner wealth. I want to build my inner wealth. You know, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, political, you know, um, one of the political great lines of the day is, you know, um, the, the, the disparities between the 1% who billionaires and the 99% who, who uh, are impoverished or somewhere in between and uh, the haves and have nots, and, you know, on an inner level, we could all be billionaires. That's the equalizer for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've been thinking, as I was listening to you, I've been thinking about my own experience with this pandemic that the world is experiencing right now. Being essentially quarantined, you know, none of us are supposed to be leaving our homes. We're supposed to be teaching our children because our kids aren't going to school anymore. So now as parents, we have to take on that responsibility and our own jobs we have to do from home. And the list goes on and on really. And the stress goes higher and higher as you add to that list. And so in reflecting on my own situation, I can see so much energy around me right now. And the way I'm choosing to see things is that I have a choice. I have a choice to let all that energy just hang out and eventually allow all those worries, miseries, and doubts to take me down if I choose to let them. 
or I have the choice to say, oh, I see you energy. I see all that worry and fear and misery and doubt that's going through my head about, I can't teach my kids. I can't juggle this job from home and teaching my kids. I can't, I can't, I can't, right? All of those fears and worries. I can look at them and say, hey, hey there, how's it going? I see you there. And then I can breathe them in like you were talking about. And I can breathe them in deeply into my heart. And then like you said, I love how you talk about how your heart can handle it and how our hearts can handle so much. And we don't really, we don't really even think about that. We just walk through our lives, live our experiences without really even knowing or thinking about what our hearts just handled. You know, grief, loss, fear, all of it. Our hearts handle it on a daily basis. So why don't we just trust our hearts with it? with these intense energies going on around us during this pandemic. I mean, why not? What else do we have to lose but to breathe in all of that into our hearts and transform it into something that can help us, power us through and help build our own inner wealth, help change our inner dialogue from, I'm not good enough to do all of this and juggle all of this to not only am I good enough, but I am doing it. I am showing the greatness of being fully capable and fully competent and really good at it. And then breathe all of that out to share it with the rest of the world. It's like you said, Howie, share that energy and pass it on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Stephanie, I love the things you touched upon. And I, I love the picture you paint of how, um, you know, these demands are real and, you know, Imagine if you pretended, you know, that, oh, no, you know, um, uh, this is easy. Life is, life is a bowl of cherries. If you're doing some kind of, you know, what I like to call a spiritual bypass where you, you jump over the, uh, the tough parts uh, by saying, um, you know, uh, by, by neglecting the truth of of those, even if the waves just last for two minutes, you know, yeah, it feels scary. It feels overwhelming. There's worry and doubt um, that you're encountering. And it's so much, makes you so much more real uh, hearing you. That's what I love about you is, is you are, uh, you, you make yourself so available as a human being when you say, you know, um, I, I, I couldn't help but wonder, you know, can I handle how my job has changed um, by being, you know, having to do it entirely from home and, and, uh, and, and coupling that with the demands of having my kids home and managing their, um, you know, my part of their schooling and, and the, their access to their teachers online and, you know, being able to just pause long enough to be honest with yourself is such a gift. And then having the gift of being able to transform some of that energy into, into uh, acknowledging your strengths, uh, making yourself stronger. But then the other side of it is what it, it's just, you know, sometimes I feel sorry for some of the, you know, the main politicians of our day who have to keep doubling down on, on, on covering up. And, 
you know, saying, you know, not acknowledging, I think all human beings want is the connection that comes when we could be transparently honest and say, yeah, this is, this is a, this is challenging. This is like a stretch. Um, and, and, um, you know, it's got 18 components to the stretch and, and, you know, it is at times overwhelming and I've had to reach deep and, you know, in a weird way, that's been a gift because it's given me the ability to see I can reach deep. And I'm, I'm me that makes you and everybody else more accessible as opposed to, you know, if I was there covering up my tracks and saying, oh, no, you know, I've done so much work. I got this. You know, it's it's not an issue. You know, the sun is always shining. And I have all these, you know, like uh, little, you know, um, conveyances of la-di-dee, la-di-da. That's not the way it is right now. Right. <laughs> it's it, The truth is, it is. It is challenging, either that or I'm like insane. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I'm open for opinions on that. But, um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, we're, we're facing our mortality. We're facing our grief. We're facing our loss. We're, we're facing our our infallibility, our, our, our uh, not infallibility, but our, the, the, our fallibility, um, our, 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 our chinks in the armor, and, um, and all of those incredibly give us um, the gift of some energy. Um, so, you know, I may get a wave of worry based on, you know, how I'm going to navigate today, you know, having to do a trip to go shopping, but it might bring up, if I pay attention, it might bring up like a whole host of worry that I've buried in the past. And um, I, 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 you know, by burying it, just by squelching an intense kid, it gets more intense, um, not less intense, just by squelching our own intensity. You know, I might have, you know, 10 years of, of, of opposing myself and opposing, if not acknowledging all those stuff buried in my cells, and I don't want them to metastasize. I want to metabolize that and make use of it. So I can mm-hmm. go back and go, oh, this is familiar. I've been worried before. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink the nectar of, from every cell in my body of all those times I've, you know, pretended I wasn't worried when I was worried. And, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to make use of that, too. So it's it's an interesting new food bank, you know. Um, it's an interesting new aspect of nurtured heart approach that I think makes us stronger with kids so by working Luke, on ourselves. Yes, I mean I am living proof of that. I have to say, I've always yeah. Tell me, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear because I know you've worked so hard on you, and yeah. um, and I would love to get a glimpse of if you've seen your work on you pay off when it comes to your interactions with your kids and your ability to your ability to bring out the best in them. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I would say generally speaking, before I learned the inner side to the nurtured heart approach, 
I was pretty well balanced with my kids. I should say between taking care of myself and taking care of my children, right? But what that inner piece of the nurtured heart approach has done for me, which is pretty much what we've been speaking on in this podcast, um, you know, pretty much building your own inner wealth. What it's done for me is it's helped me to, in the heat of the moment with my kids, I'm able to reset and reframe the situation and kind of differentiate between the energies. You know, is this energy coming from me or is this energy coming from my kids? What is making this moment feel energetically off? I can do this with with much more ease now because I understand myself and my own energy on a much deeper level than I ever used to. I know myself pretty well and I always have But doing this inner NHA piece and breathing in the energies and transforming them, like we've been talking about, has done nothing but strengthen my parenting skills. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes so much sense because I see it in relationship, you know, in, in, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. my daughter has grown and out of the house, but, um, you know, now in in relationship, um, uh, all my stuff comes up and um, I'm so happy that in contrast to um, the past when it would lead to conflict the first thing that comes to me when you know um, I encounter an edge uh, is oh that's that's energy that's mine that's that I'm gonna I'm gonna work on my I'm gonna work on my edges first and foremost there's no two ways about it. You know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, creating snags that don't need to be there. I'm not creating barriers that don't need to be there. I'm, I'm kind of so free these days to own my side of it. And chances are, if I just kind of um, privately excuse myself or, or, or just, you know, I'm breathing anyway, we're never not choosing. So, you know, I'm, I'm, um, you know, if I, you know, um, ever so gracefully and privately just uh, breathe in a wave of what I'm just running into and and use that energy to go, okay, I need more um, grace right now. I need more um, kindness right now i need on my end of things to be stronger in my um patience right now and i use that energy to own it and go oh i am i am great patience even if i'm not sure i am yet great patience but if i if i dare to build that part of my garden and and um and nurse that that seedling um, chances are I'm going to make some move forward. And then I turn around and in my next encounters, um, sometimes I'll notice right away, wow, I, that's wild. I'm being, I'm being that much more patient or I'm being that much more kind. And, um, you know, I, I just think in, in, in this interesting realm of being a human being, there's no limit how kind kind can be or it is no limit to how patient patient can be you know there's these constellations of greatness that um we we live or die by and and having 
that quality and not shying away from it and, and owning it at greater levels than ever really enable us to be not only more of our true self, but to be a better contribution, you know, in our encounters. Um, so, you know, that, so I hope that kind of um, more than commiserates with what you were saying that it, it uh, kind of uh, confirms and, uh, and elaborates on it. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I just, yeah. yeah, I would say that it's a blessing to work on myself not only for me, but a blessing for my entire family and for whomever I come across in my life. Because when I work on me and building my own inner wealth, which is not just breathing in that energy and transforming it, it's also, as you mentioned, Howie, recognizing yourself when things are going well. And you can do it privately and you can give yourself that recognition you deserve in that moment. Right now I'm being very patient. Right now I'm not giving, or I am giving myself grace because I'm not having that internal negative dialogue going on of what I'm not doing right or that I'm not good enough. Instead, I'm giving myself grace. And what does that say about me that I'm really forgiving? You know, what I like to think about and what I've done alongside with my inner wealth breathing is to work on changing that negative inner dialogue that we all have, right? And to do that, you have to start noticing what's going right for yourself, not just what's going right for your kids, but what's going right in your life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And get creative at, at wording yeah. that and, and, and get really um, dedicated to that appreciation you're referring to, um, as opposed to just poo-pooing it or, you know, taking it for yeah. granted or going, good job, you know, which yeah. is kind of lame when it comes to you know, um, you know, Stephanie, you've become a master of so many qualities of greatness. And, and I, I, you're not resting on your laurels. You keep, you keep growing, you know, these realms of your um, greatness that keeps you showing up in the meetings we have um, and the encounters we have, uh, in such impressive ways. Thank you. I love hearing those words. Your, your kindness that you share with me about my own personal growth um, makes my heart swell. So thank you. Um, Howie, it's pretty crazy mm-hmm. how fast time has gone by and I'm afraid. No way. Time. I know it always goes so fast. We should make our podcast like two hours long. <laughs> well, um, you know, I know, I, I know that uh, I, I would run the risk of boring people to tears. So <laughs> on my end of things, so um, I think it's perfect. And, and this, this conversation is so um, illuminating to me. Um, and you're, you know, I see you as so, so, um, wise and boots on the ground and you know there you are with your family and you know you're a living tribute to you know someone who's who's you know in the middle of this COVID-19 unknownness you know making making it work moment by moment that's all we could do and um, so it's I think it's an you know I know it's an honor 
to be on this call with you and hear my little uh, pie in the sky pieces and explanations, but then to hear you bring it home with um, how it correlates to your life. It, it's always like such a pleasure and the conversations unfold. And, and I, I love that great, that shared greatness we have of trusting the unknown and mm-hmm. um, letting, letting things unfold. Um, um, it's, it's really a pleasure. And I know we're both uh, dedicated to exploring more and more inner wealth. So it gives me, um, gives me a lot of excitement to think, uh, we got to record this conversation. It's going to be out on the airwaves. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. I think it's going to be a great tool to share with people right now. You know, we're all in this together. We're all living in this new sense of normal right now with this pandemic. And we all need to build up our inner wealth. All of us do, no matter what our situation is, no matter where we live, what we do, whether we work or have kids or both, whether you live alone or you're trapped in a house full of people, truly, whatever the situation is, every single one of us need these tools for how to build our inner wealth to not only, um, you know, not only to help us get through this new normal, but to also to be able to embrace it and to get through it with positivity in our hearts. Get through it. Yeah, I mean, it's revealed, it's revealed, you know, it's probably, we've always had common denominators in our humanness, but you know, this has kind of revealed the Achilles heel of, uh, of us all. And, you know, yeah. and, and I think the title of this talk, we haven't mentioned it yet, but yeah, we can, we can, um, in, in a, you know, maybe it's a bad analogy, but we, we can actually make our uh, inner wealth be that much more viral at this moment in time because of all the free floating anxiety and fear and everything out there. Um, not only for us, but I watch, I purposely watch the television so I can get waves. I could get waves of the, both the uh, beauty and hope and, and like uh, inspiring people and, and the insanity. Mm-hmm. And, and um, uh, I can't, I, what I, the sentence I didn't finish before I'll finish right now is I can't imagine how much hard work it is covering up and pretending this isn't happening. And, yeah. um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I can't imagine what living in that bubble, how, how hard it is living in that bubble. Um, and so much harder than what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I don't live in that bubble anymore. Me too. Me too. Here's to breaking out of that bubble, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Co- cracking the cosmic egg. Yes. Here's to that. Yes. So um, before we get cut off, because the recording is going to end in about two minutes, I do want to say, uh, I want to let all of our listeners know that Howie has created three inner wealth videos, short clips that are now on our Facebook page called the, the page is called the Nurtured Heart Approach. If you're not a member of that page, I highly encourage you to join it. It is such a supportive group and you learn so much about Nurtured Heart and the journey that you're personally on um, with Nurtured Heart. So I highly encourage you to join that group and check out those inner wealth videos that Howie has created for you. And just a reminder to our listeners to go to our website, childrensuccessfoundation.com for more information on trainings in your area and some free resources. 
and a special thank you to my VIP guest, Howard Glasser. And thank you to my listeners. And don't forget to see what's going right in your daily journey. <laughs>